Dudes to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. How are you, Alan? I'm great. This week's been good. Busy. Yeah. yeah a lot going on. As always. As always. We are um, perpetually busy, busy men. Yeah. 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 Which busy is good. dude, busy dad. Yeah. Yeah. I'd we, rather be busy than not because I've learned that when things aren't busy, you get in trouble. You either get in trouble <laughs> or something bad's going to happen or you're not going to have what you have anymore. <laughs> right. It keeps, it keeps you out of trouble. Keeps, yeah, exactly. That's for sure. Yeah. So we've had some interesting episodes lately. Yeah. Um, some very passionate mm-hmm. episodes. This one is no different. Okay. This is a very, very passionate, um, very close to my heart <laughs> episode. Okay. How to stop your child from whining. <laughs> okay. And naturally, every kid. Did you smell kid. the sarcasm? I mean, yeah. oh, I know yeah. we're on an audio and video, but You're you right. can still smell the sarcasm. I can smell it. Um, how to stop your child from whining. Yeah. So the secret, or I, I should say not even the secret, but the answer, you can't. You can't. <laughs> okay. So that's it. That's right. the whole show. Yeah. Episode. Thanks. Uh, Thanks. Podcast at dudesdads.com. Good night. <laughs> show is over. We're done. Um, no. I, so there is an organization called Hand in Hand Parenting. Okay. okay. Really good organization. Um, this lady, Patty Whipfler, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> okay. Uh, she had written this article for them and she's part of their organization. And so this uh, episode was inspired by this article because it talks about how to stop your child from whining. Yeah. But it's not so much about stopping your child. It's more about your attitude towards it and how to deal with it. Yeah. So... Which is really just, you know, we use that kind of title as link bait. Yeah. <laughs> For right. those who don't know, like, yeah. you know. The seven ways to blah, right. blah, blah. Here's the answer. Yeah. And the reality is, is that with most parenting things, it's really about you sure. as the parent. How do I deal with this? Right. How do I act towards it? How do I think about it? What's my approach towards it? It's not so much like, what am I going to make my kid do? Or how is my kid going to do this? And especially when you're dealing with a toddler, because mm-hmm. that's where really the whining is the biggest. Yeah. There's not much you can do from the child standpoint. Sure. It's things that, you know, I shouldn't say that things that you do to then affect the child. Right. And I just, it's so funny. Cause so I went through this, you know, my kids are not like this now, you know, there's an occasional whine here. There, yeah, but any, yeah. any child is like that. Right. But there is a stage from like, you know, some hit it at two, some hit it at three, some hit it at four and probably even into five where it can be unbearable. <laughs> I, I, you know, I've been around some kids and the parents are just pulling their hair out and you totally sympathize with them. And basically it's like, you know, the advice at the time before I read this mm. or before I looked at this was, you know, just um, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> like you just realizing in a couple of years, it's not going to be this bad. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. The thing is when you start to do the research and you start to, you know, and then I, I will say this time and time again, is like the purpose of the show self self filling was I wanted to learn this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, this is me going through being a parent and learning this stuff and becoming a better parent, becoming better so that, you know, I can handle things better. And 
I so wish I would have done more reading about this because yeah. I didn't. Uh-huh. I'll be honest. I just kind of say, oh, well, I'll just ignore it or I'll just do this or I'll just. And I had this was probably the single most frustrating thing. So looking back, I have no idea why I didn't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't. Yeah. I mean, I'm being honest. It's like <laughs> there's so many other things that I looked at. Yeah. You know, of like, oh, well, how do I do this and how do I deal with this? And what's the thing? For whatever reason, I didn't look up whining. And huh. there's this thing called the internet. Right, right. You can was, search in this web. You since, know, it's called Google. Google, yeah. And you can find you can answers. You also use Bing. You can. There's um, Not that many people do. Right? I know. Or but Yahoo. It's, it's possible. Duck, yeah. duck, go. But um, you, and it's been around since your kids were born. The internet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. The interwebs. Interwebs have been as around. As call it. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm an internet marketing person, so you would think that I might look there sure. first. Uh I'm just as guilty as these other parents yeah. who are listening to us. And maybe it's because it's just a natural thing with kids. Well, I just whine. thought it's something you deal with. You just deal with it. That's right. just no, there is no answer. Right. Like, oh, well, some kids are more whiny than others. Right. And you then know? that's it. So basically, that's not the case. Okay. Um, now, I think there are behaviors that parents will do and uh, perpetuate the whiningness, <laughs> if that's a word. <laughs> sure. But... What we're going to talk about are things that you can do to reduce the whining, but not even, well, it's not even to reduce the whining. It's to understand what's going on yeah. and change your attitude about the whining. That's a better way of, of talking about That's, it. Yeah. So the truth and sort of the whole thing about whining is that children are communicating important information for okay. them. Sure. They are whining for a reason. Mm-hmm. We name it may not agree with the reason. We yeah. may not like the reason, but they are whining for a reason. And usually the root of it is I'm powerless or I feel powerless or I feel alone. Yeah. I don't feel connected to you, whatever. It's something in that vein. That's often the root of it. Now, it manifests itself by like, I want that toy. I want that cookie. I want that. But it's I want that cookie and I'm not getting it. Right. That's powerless. Sure. Like that's not having the power to get that cookie. Yeah. You know, or that right. toy. So, and it often will happen after the child feels disconnected to the parent or, or caregiver. So um, as, as an example, you might be, you might go and cook dinner. You could be talking to a friend. Um, anytime they're not being paid attention to, yeah, that's a time when it can strike mm-hmm. and it often does. Sure. You know, or you're doing a transition, like you're moving to some place, you're going from one place to another place, mm-hmm. something like that. So when they feel disconnected, the small things get big. Mm-hmm. So that can be getting dressed, mm-hmm. which yeah, we had that whole episode. meltdowns, yeah. <laughs> right? Brushing their teeth, yeah, having to say goodbye. They'd really rather continue what they're doing and what they're involved in um, than transitioning, right? You know? So and 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 for whatever reason, they're feeling either connected to that situation and they just don't like it and they have no control over it. Mm. And so they don't know how to communicate that. So part of it is just kind of understanding that that alone is a big deal. Like just realizing they're trying to communicate something. They're not just being an annoying little kid, Yeah, you know, but when a child is sitting there, I want this, you're just, it, it gnaws at you. (laughs) So the first step is to realize like it, it just shouldn't not you like, yeah. they, okay, wait, wait, wait a second. They're trying to communicate with me asking yourself, like, what is it that they're trying to communicate? Right. You know, and trying to get to the bottom of it. 
So the next thing uh, is is realizing that while, uh, whining children have real needs. Mm-hmm. So part of it is they want to feel connected to you. And so if they don't feel connected, that's when the behavior goes wild. Mm-hmm. That's when the behavior will go wacky. Um, and whining children have feelings that won't be rational to us. <laughs> right. Like we like I said about the shoes that fair, you know, my yeah. daughter had where to her, it was a really big deal. Yeah. To me, it's not right. But yeah, it's but hers. It's her That's world. her deal. Yeah. And so we have to be empathetic to that. Um, and the feelings can come like at the end of a situation, at the end of even when they're playing and it can even happen from a time before. It doesn't even have to be right then. Right. So it's almost like they're storing up this energy and this this, this upsetness, yeah. you know? Right. And I love making up words. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It'll be a word soon. <laughs> you know, like we, we, we got to have a, a like the wall of words or something like that where I make up syllables and make up stuff. Um, they can be, you know, it can be from the day before. It can be from some other time that you just don't even realize, like, wh- why is this happening? Yeah. Like, wh- what is this not making sense? came out sense? of nowhere. This yeah. came out of nowhere. Supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, realize that the whining children are not trying to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. They're not doing this to manipulate you at all. They're not trying to, you know, make you feel bad or anything like that. They're just telling you that they need help. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. It is really like a cry for help. So you can picture the child saying, instead of, you know, being upset, maybe they're saying like, I want a cookie and then whining. But they really are saying even to that extent, please say no. I need a good cry with your arms around me. <laughs> so part of what this is talking about is that the, a tantrum or laughter or scream or whatever it is sometimes is required. Yeah, it's it's the it, release of that pressure. It's, it's the release of that energy. Yeah, yeah. And so that's a really important thing. So you can help your child connect again, but they're going to need that emotional outlet. Mm-hmm. So you allow them to have that outlet and you allow them to throw the tantrum, you allow them to just cry and whine or whatever that is. But your attitude is different about it. You're like, okay, they're trying to tell me something right now. Right. Instead of you getting pissed off, yelling back at them, get up to your room, trying to discipline them, doing whatever it is, it's not going to work. It might work in the very short term, threatening them, um, you know, timeouts. There's all kinds of techniques that people will use. Yeah. And it will work short term, but it doesn't get it doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't solve the problem of allowing them to release that energy. Um, and getting it out and then feeling close to you to be able to do that. Right. So, you know, that's why I said the overriding thing is you can't stop the wine. <laughs> the wine's going to happen. It's their way of communicating. They just, you have to help them communicate. Yeah. And how to and, deflect and, it and how, how to, or even just, just how to let it out. It. Yeah. Let the tantrum happen. Mm-hmm. It'll subside. Mm-hmm. Let the cry happen. It'll subside. Um, so you help them, you know, you help them connect again. So you, you know, if they're going crazy, you can call it crazy. Um, <laughs> try filling the child's request once. So you're not, you know, you can't be sure it's going to solve the, the issue or it's going to help you connect them, but it's, it's worth a shot. So help them once. So example, a child might say, I want that toy or I need help getting dressed. I can't get dressed. So whatever that is, you help them yeah. or you make the attempt to help them once and you say, okay, let me help you get dressed. No, I don't want to. Okay. 
You let you you let them. That's yeah. obviously not what they need. Yeah, right. They don't need to help you to help them get dressed. Yeah, they need to feel connected to you. Mm-hmm. So the the their manifestation of that is they're getting frustrated at getting dressed, mm-hmm. but they're really they need love or emotion or connection or whatever that is. It's really interesting when you take a step back and look at it. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do they need right now? Like, yeah. That's the question you're asking. Well, I told you about the circumstances before where I said, hey, let me know when you're done being crazy to a friend <laughs> right. of mine. And it worked because I didn't understand what she needed at that moment. She was just getting mad at me for almost no reason. It was very right. childlike in that yeah. regard. I had no idea why this person was getting upset with me, but I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. And I said this, I go, let me know when you're done being crazy. I'm going to be over here to do work. And for a week we didn't talk, but then the following week she goes, I'm sorry, I'm being a brat. Well, yeah. And I can, and I can tell you, I, I can see multiple, many instances where I have not probably handled this correctly, you know, where my kids are whining and I either ignore yeah. And just completely ignore and be like, you know, like you said, tell me when, tell yeah. me when you stop being crazy. Yeah, I didn't ignore. I, didn't, I just, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to go to that level. Right. But that. I might even, I mean, I might even say, Hey, you know what? You can go over there and when you're done, like come talk to me. And <laughs> right. that's not what they need. It's hard to do that with a five-year-old. <laughs> right. And that's not what they need. They actually needed to feel connected with me, not away from me. Right. You right. know, it's not the distance that th- that's not going to solve the problem. Yes. That's going to make it worse. Right. But bad attention is better than no attention. Yeah. So like I said, they might in the short term, it might kind of quelch it a little bit because out of fear or something, but it's not allowing them to release. Yeah. So a better situation, like let's say, you know, my child is crying over how they're getting dressed. It might be to just go and hug them, mm-hmm. you know, and we're going to talk about how like different ways, but you know, it's saying, Hey, you know, can I help you get dressed? And there's like, no, I don't need your help. Blah, blah whatever. I mean, just making yeah. a situation up, uh, is to actually then, you know, offer them that, and then if they don't want it, back up and, you know, maybe try something else and try a mm-hmm. different approach. Yeah. So if they're not satisfied, offer closeness and a clear limit. So let's say, you know, they want something. You might say no, but then give them a big smile. Say, you know what? No, you can't have that. It's not a smirk. It's a, you know, no, I'm sorry. You know, you can't have that. You're, you're being nice. And even like maybe give them a kiss on the cheek mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, if they do it again, persist and maybe even give them more affection, maybe mm-hmm. even give them a hug, something like that. Um, at some point, you know, the affection you're offering them will either move towards laughter or a tantrum. Mm-hmm. Like they might go even more crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, they might start totally throwing a tantrum. It's just like, don't touch me. Blah, blah. Let them go through that. Yeah. Just let them like it's. There's kind of making the analogy, but it's like, you know, where somebody's having a seizure. Yeah. You allow them to have the seizure. You're not trying to constrict them. Right. You're allowing them to just go through it. They'll relax. I don't want to necessarily make that kind of comparison. No, no, but, but I get it. Yeah. I, you know, in that mentality, the idea of allowing them to have that emotion, let it out, feel it, and it'll eventually subside. Right. You know, just let the let the wave of emotion come through. Um, and so that that's really important. And sometimes, you know, they just need to feel the, the tantrum or the cry or that emotion, and then they'll feel better again. Yeah. You know, I always try to figure out, and maybe this is not right of me to do so, but what age are they being manipulative? Because well, they've been if they've been taught for years, you know. Well, yeah, and then so if they're doing this, because I know there's a difference between a five year old and a fifteen year old, <laughs> right? And a fifteen year old might be but either being way. whiny. I mean, no, the, you're right. The, the, the circumstances they need might connection. be. They still need a connection, but some of them will use that 
because they're smart enough to understand that hey, if I do these, certain but either way, the parents handling it wrong. I agree. That that means I that agree. if they're you know quote using it for manipulation, it means that the parent has allowed that to be yes allowed themselves to be a way to be yeah, exactly. So the parents the one that has to check themselves and be right. like okay, even if my child is older right and they're whining and crying and throwing a fit and getting angry, they need something yeah. There's something that there's they, something's going on. They're, yeah. they're upset, you know, and I even it's funny. I, I've asked my kids that where it's like, you know, they're, they're, let's say they're getting dressed for school or something and something's upset. It's like, oh, was something happened at school, you know, and I'll try to like sit there and rationalize it. And, and that may not be any of it. Yeah. The truth is, is like they're just maybe not feeling good. Right. Yeah. Then. I was just frustrated. Right. Yeah. Things. It, it, and they don't know how to communicate. Right. That. Yeah. I got hormones. I got all kinds of stuff going right. on. I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can't wait for that. <laughs> um, if you can't be playful, you know, like it's just not working, then just be clear on the no, uh, make eye contact and then maybe make some other kind of contact as well. So maybe it's a hand on the shoulder and just say, you know what? That's just not going to work right now. Yeah. You know, right. and, and you're making contact with them and you're, you're, they can see that you're listening and that you're attentive to them. Yeah. You're not turning the other way and ignoring. Um, it's funny cause I'm looking at thinking about it as I'm talking like, wow, I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. You know, Those, <laughs> yeah. I mean, not all the time. I think I handle it sometimes, but I can see where that can be improved. Yeah. You know, of really handling it in a different way. Yeah. Um, so, and then allow for the laughter or tears as long as you have the time and patience. Yeah. You know, there are situations where you're like, okay, but we need to have five minutes and we got to leave. Yeah. So you may not have that time. Sure. Sure. So you got to kind of, you know, but if you do, it's at night, it's whatever, like, Hey, you know, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Unload. Let's do this. (laughs) Go ahead. You know, hit hit the bag. Yeah, exactly. Um, They're working through something. Let them, let them finish. Let's let them go through with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then listening time can help uh, you keep perspective when the whining begins. So, you know, the whole point of the whining, or I should say the whole gist of it is that we actually feel helpless. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, we're often feeling like we're being manipulated. Right. So, yeah. And that's so funny because I've heard parents or friends of mine, their parents kind of think that way about mm -hmm. their child. I'm like, that kid does not understand what you're even saying right now. They just want what they want. Like right. you don't feel like or they're hurting or they're hurting, right. you know, and, and they want attention, whatever right. it is that they want. It's, it's that it's like you said, it's not necessarily about the toy or about the, the, uh, the thing that's not happening for them. It's about that, that attention that they need from them. Right. And for them to think that they're trying to be manipulative. It's like, no, no, they're no. not. If you want to call that manipulative, it's just, yeah, give your kid love. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you're able to utilize, I think the term is, you know, utilize mental preparation. So for us as the parent, um, you, you know, you come across these situations, you have to then, you know, go back to the, you know, to the, the memory bank, to the knowledge base and go, okay, I remember Jason said this, you know, it was when their child was whining as a result of it, they need something. Okay. Let me think about this for a second, you know, and kind of, and kind of look at it and take a step back versus just reaction. I mean, we're all so reactionary. You know, we do that in our relationships too. It's like taking a step back and being like, why are they upset right now? Like what is going on? (laughs) No, we can apply all this stuff to the relationship. No, it's so funny in relationships in the same context with someone think because you're not doing something or if you do a something a certain way that you mean this right. and I'm 
a huge person that does not mean anything else but what I'm doing. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't, I'm not doing anything subtle manipulation. If I don't like something, I'll tell you passive straight aggressive. out. I'm not passive aggressive <laughs> by any means, but I think people think I'm being manipulative if I don't, or I'm not. I'm not being attentive on purpose. Right. It's like, no, I'm just busy. Or I didn't think about that. Or I'm, I'm just a jerk. It's okay. You're like, <laughs> I'm not trying to manipulate anything. It's like, I know I'm, I'm that straightforward. I just didn't think about it. Right. Like if you get mad at that, fine. But what uh, you see is what you get. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a WYSIWYG right. editor. Right. <laughs> hey, that's a good like license plate for you. <laughs> WYSIWYG. WYSIWYG. I wonder if somebody has that. I'm sure someone <laughs> does, but if they don't in California, maybe I can take it. That's good. <laughs> Have that on your business card. Yeah. WYSIWYG. <laughs> WYSIWYG Incorporated. Uh, uh, so that's, you know, those are kind of the ways to handle it. Um, so I have some, you know, I was reading another thing off parents.com. These are kind of quick and dirty. So this is the quick and dirty version of kind of what we just talked yeah. about. So if somebody just wants the real quick tips, because we talked, we covered a lot of stuff. Sure. Basically, first thing, don't let the whining get to you. Right. Easier said than done. But remember, it's for a different reason. Second one, teach your child the difference between asking nice and whining. I thought this was a good tip. Yeah. So explain in a good voice versus a whining voice. Yeah. Explain what those difference are. Yeah. Maybe even record the child <laughs> at those two different times and play it back. That sounds like something I would do. Yeah. Is it record? Remember this? Totally. <laughs> Doesn't sound good, is it? No. no. I, and I remember like uh, there was a time where uh, <laughs> I won't name names, but one of my children yeah. uh, was throwing a tantrum and we put a mirror in front of him. Mm. Of him, <laughs> as I give it away. Um, but put a mirror in front. We didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. Put a mirror and say, like, what do you think? Like, how does that look? Yeah. You know? And he stopped right away. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know that that was the best parenting technique, no, but, but it worked at the it time. It does work, yeah, sometimes. I would probably do it differently now. Yeah. Um, and so play it back. So the other, the third one is, we, you know, we often do negative um, feedback. We tell them when they're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Give them positive reinforcement. Yeah. So you know what? Thank you for using your regular voice or your normal voice when you when you did that, you know? Yeah. I also like the term that you use, say, tell them what to do right rather than tell them what they're doing wrong. Right. And give them the kind of the, the, the clear definition of what right is in your eyes yeah. in that context. Yeah. The positive works works well. Yeah. And then the fourth thing, be patient. Hang in there. Yeah. That's no, the part. You know, from age two to five, it's just... They're going it, through stuff. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, they're trying to communicate. And if you have to just kind of take a step back, remember that um, I can totally see instances where that would have been very helpful for me. <laughs> I wish I would have known this information <laughs> prior to my children becoming two years old. Sure, sure. I really, really do. I, yeah. I mean, this is so valuable. Yeah. That I think every parent, male, female, um, you know, mom, dad, everything. Yeah can utilize this kind of information because it helps us when you understand where somebody's coming from. Yes. It really helps you get along with them. Better. It holds back to that whole empathy. And sometimes we forget to have empathy for the little people, Correct. the children, because they are, they're new at everything. Yeah. Everything's new to them. So they're experiencing all these things. They're going through their own emotional. You expect them to know, right? And you expect them to be doing things for the same reasons we yeah, are. Yeah, it's like, oh, logically you wouldn't do that. But they're yeah, like, how could you care logic. about it? Like the shoes don't matter. Yeah, and they're like, it's yeah, not they a do. big deal. Like, your, or your shirt doesn't. Who cares if your shirt doesn't match? Or who can, you know, whatever. I mean, there's like, all kinds of things. I'm five. It matters. I've right. only had five years to just figure out everything. Absolutely. <laughs> and this is my first time encountering this. Empathy, empathy, empathy. <laughs> yeah. As Ferris says, <laughs> gonna play that on a loop. Uh, so yeah, with that, I, you know, I think this is a very, very important, um, concept yeah. and, and, you know, for parents to understand that the whining, you really have to take a step back, 
look at yourself and how you're reacting to it. And that's going to allow you that kind of uh, change in your kid. Cause your kid is going to whine. They yeah. just are. Yeah. It's not your fault, right? but you can reduce the impact. And I think, as you said, like as they get later in life, you know, that connection with you and knowing that they can come to you. Yeah. I think that starts to establish that kind of presence too. For sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, which I'll tell you from experience is the best thing in the world when your child, you know, I mean, not the best thing that your child has an issue, right? but they say, you know, like, Hey dad, can I talk to you? Yeah. I, I mean, it's just, that's awesome. So first, you know, the first person they come to when there's a problem, right. And they want to talk to you about it. or mom. I mean, either, but either yeah. way, yeah. 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 Uh, the idea that they feel comfortable. <laughs> That'd be to, funny I'm glad you didn't go to mom. Yeah. <laughs> She's not going to help you. With this. Exactly. I can help. I'm you. the one who knows best. Right. No, uh, <laughs> it, you know, either way it feels good when they're saying, you know, like, Hey, I need to talk to you, yeah. and, you know, and, and, and you're not going to criticize them in any way right. when they come to you. And yeah. that's, in fact, that's for a later episode. Sure. But when your child comes to you or even your spouse mm-hmm. and is disclosing something for you, to you, mm-hmm. you know, don't, uh, yeah. don't get upset. Don't, don't, yeah. And don't yeah. Too critical. Otherwise they're never going to tell you. Right. Again. Right. You've got to hold. And that's okay. one to grow up. <laughs> so with that, Alan, thank you again. Thank you. For another fabulous week. Podcast at dudesdads.com. Uh, Twitter. Dudes, dudes to dads. dads. Facebook. Dudes to dads com. Com. <laughs> And what else we got? iTunes and Stitcher. You can leave some five-star reviews. That'd be great. Subscribe. And subscribe to there. And then also YouTube. You YouTube. can subscribe. Just subscribe. As well. Yeah. Dudes to Dads channel. There's all kinds of methods of communication. Please be a part of them. That's, that's just so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'm going to go wine. <laughs> all right. Have a great week. Take care, guys.